Pleasure Seeker Podcast. I'm your host, Lydia Feldman, sex and pleasure coach, and I'm here to remind you of your natural birthright as a pleasure seeker. So listen on and create your most turned on orgasmic life. Well, hello, hello, hello. Happy July. I have two fan-freaking-tastic, self-congratulatory celebrations (laughs) to announce and to invite you all to do the same. I want to um, just invite you to take some time for solo pleasure and coupled pleasure. So my two wins for the week. And actually, I've never done this before. I checked into a gorgeous hotel locally Friday night. I got there a little bit early. I dressed to the nines. I packed amazing, beautiful clothing. I um, did a, a little bit of errands for my business. Like I made, I sent out some delicious, amazing awesomeness into the mail for my clients. And then I just let myself wander around downtown Grass Valley, which is a small mountain town in Northern California where I live like a little gold mining town, but it's full of like cutesy boutique and um, restaurants and hippies, artsy hippies. And I bought a cool hot pair of white leather boots. I bought, um, I have this like gorgeous, big oversized hat that is handmade by a, like a hat maker there, like leopard print banner on the top. And I just enjoyed my alone time. And then I got to sit at a beautiful cafe listening to live music, which by the way, can we all just like give a little thank you to live music. Thank you for letting that be part of our summers again and drank some champagne and, and did a little work and then drank more champagne and pretended to work. (laughs) And I just loved doing that for myself. And I tell my clients to do that all the time. I'm telling you to do that. Take time for your pleasure. And I 100% recognize that if that's not in your habitual wheelhouse to do that, it's kind of hard. I was actually surprised at how hard it was for me to, um, essentially all the excuses, like, I don't have time. This is like a lot of energy and budget. And this is frivolous. Like, yeah, who's going to take care of the kids? Can I really ask that? Orchestrating it. And I could hear my own excuses and I was listening to them until finally I was like, Whoa, wait up, hold on. I get to decide, do I want to invest in my own alone time in what feels good and what delights me? And just like taking myself on a date, and getting busy, nice hotel. So (laughs) I understand if that's hard for you because I totally was, there was just like, my husband took the kids camping and I opted out gracefully, ducked out of that one and decided that this is gonna happen. Even when there was like resistance from many people that were, I had to coordinate with and I was just committed to it. So I invite you to do the same because, you know, Whatever your version of that is, whether it's just a a lunch date with yourself or a weekend or a retreat, you know, just notice that that might be 
a little resistant. You might have resistance to that. And we want to unpack those thoughts and validate that, yeah, your pleasure effing matters. Because when you spend time exploring and being and investigating and judging on your own pleasure, magical things happen. Like my creative brain is like, boom, 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 all these ideas. And just what's mad, what matters to me feels exciting to share and then helps my clients and helps you all and helps the people around me because they're, they get to all, they get like the splashy zhuzh as well. <laughs> right. You're welcome world. You're welcome. <laughs> so the second thing that was very, um, uncomfortable for me to put into place, but is amazing and something I'm encouraging you to do as well is to take coupled time away. I talked about this in the sex weekend, a few episodes back. So we did do this, um, like a short version, a short trip just to Sacramento and back. And I wanted to expand that into a bigger experience. So it wasn't like a little like whoop getaway, but we're doing a whole week and, um, it is our 10 year anniversary. So that made it even more fun to be like, and that's another reason we're going. But I think this is something of, it's also an investment in the similar way that it's an investment in your own pleasure, but it's specific time to connect romantically, intimately, sexually, erotically, adventurously together with your partner. And so of course, this is something that, again, just like alone time can be a lot of excuses and resistance. And you just have to remind yourself, no, I want this. I deserve this. I create this. I am more creative. I get to tap into my creatrix when I am pleasured and I'm relaxed and I'm like in flow with myself and with my partner. And let's just say our normal day-to-day -day life, there offers us a lot of excuses and resistance to that. So we do, I think there is like so much depth that happens intimately with yourself and with your partner in a normal day-to-day -day life. And when you specifically orchestrate uh, like space and time to commit to pleasure, intimate pleasure with your partner, exponential things happen. Okay. Um, <laughs> you like make time for it. It's like your birthday. You're like, no, it's a special thing. I'm freaking going to town. Uh, so we have a great trip planned with sun and sand and oysters and wine tastings and the dramatic California coast, awesome hotel. We have a tantric massage scheduled, which by the way, is going to be amazing. I will tell you all about it afterwards. And just like in general, like I'm committed to having fun and romance and like geeking out over how much I love my husband and how good that feels, how good it feels in a beautiful place where I just don't have other things on my mind. I'm not thinking about work aside from taking notes on all things sexual and fun to share with you later, <laughs> but I'm not actually working and I'm not actually parenting except for a FaceTime call here and there. So fun. So I'm really looking forward to that. We leave tomorrow morning. <laughs> We're like dropping the kids off at daycare. My parents had got it from there. I'm like, I'll, I'll 7.30, we're out. So anyway, big kudos to everyone uh, or for you if you are planning that too. 
and to myself. Okay. So the topic today, we're going to make this short and sweet literally because I just saw my kids pulling up the driveway coming home from camping. So we're going to do this. All right. How to flirt with your husband and or partner and or whomever you are wanting to flirt with <laughs> if you're not husband id. Okay. So flirting, if this seems like a foreign concept to you, you're like, what? Married people flirting? Like, what's the point? You need to listen. All right. Slow it down. Listen to this next few steps here. Flirting is play. It is the art of maybe. It is the, the like playful tension of we don't really know what's going to happen, but just lean in. It might be fun. <laughs> and that in and of itself, that tension, that playfulness is so important in your marriage. It is so important in your relationship. It's important with yourself. Do you flirt with yourself? Do you flirt with your business? Do you flirt with your creative ideas? Like that sense of playfulness is so important to keep cultivating. And I'm going to give you three quick and easy ways to start practicing that. So even if you feel like the people in your life you're trying to flirt with, i.e. your husband is dense and doesn't get it, or, you know, like you give them an inch and they want to take a mile. I hear you. I hear you. So number one, let's let like set the ground rules for your partner. So that may or may not be necessary. Like maybe you just want to jump into the flirt flirtation piece, but if, if it feels complicated, certainly we want to just be honest with our partner and be like, Hey, hold on. We need to slow things down. I'm going to just, we want this to be about foreplay. We want this to be about, um, creating, like energy and, and not like jumping the gun to like the good, the good stuff, air quotes. Right. Um, so it may require a conversation to be like, Hey, when I sext you, like that, you don't need to like rush over and like grab on, like take my pants off in the kitchen. Like if I slip you the tongue that that's like not cue for you to like be like sex. Okay. Now we're doing it. It's flirtation. There is a little bit of like playful back and forth. So you might need to redefine the rules. You might need to put rules in place for the purpose of flirtation. So if you imagine you're like high school version of yourself, there were a lot of rules around what you could do and what you couldn't do and your curfew and like, are we going to second base? Nope. Okay. We're not going to do that. We're not going to the home run. We're not, you know, like noticing the rules can create anticipation and like energy in your relationship. So it's okay to put rules in there and to redefine the rules. Like we're putting some restrictions, dear lover and play with that. Right. Okay. So number one, you might want to invite him along. Number two, um, I want you to think of this as like thoughts in my head that help me feel curious, that help me feel playful, that help me feel electric or mysterious that then help. Like when I feel that way, then I can play more in my, like way I interact with my husband. So 
how do I start thinking more curiously, more playful? And I will just tell you some of my thoughts you can borrow and they might not work for you, but you can try it. First of all, I'm good at flirting, like practice saying this to yourself. I'm good at it. I'm good at actually, um, being charismatic and, I usually actually, I'm like, I'm actually telepathic. I can just know things and I can transmute ideas <laughs> across the room. Maybe the community, maybe it gets lost in the translation a little bit, but that's okay. I like to believe about myself that I'm actually really good at like communicating subtle, smutty ideas. And that works for me. It helps me feel more playful. It helps me feel like this is all a big game and we're just playing here. And what is this end result? Well, if I want to flirt more, my result can be just thinking like, oh, how do I like communicate? Maybe. How do I communicate not knowing what's coming next, that novelty and feel just playful with that. And then it doesn't really matter what the fuck I do because that message and that energy gets um, communicated of like, oh, there's a little wink in there. Okay, I'll take it. What else? So um, it's all about like when I think the art of maybe is about laying hints, putting out a suggestive offer and adding a little bit of risk, playful risk, because your brain loves novelty. The human brain loves something shiny, something new, something unexpected. Even let's just say, pause this conversation for a second. Your brain is always trying to find the unexpected. That's why uncertainty can be very unsettling or anxiety. It's like the fear of the unknown. So we're playing with the same human brain concept here but we're saying, oh, we don't know. And our brain is attached to it. Like it's paying attention to what we don't know. It's directing us to the unknown with a positive spin. Like we don't know what's going to happen, but we're playing with that tension in a good, fun, feisty way. Right. Y'all, y'all follow me on that. <laughs> it's novelty. So, um, I'm really great at this. I am the seductress. I am the like powerful madam here. And I can just use my eyes to communicate messages. Now, listen, they might not be fully received. And if you are married to someone who's like not paying attention, you go back to step one and we're like, okay, we're going to like just communicate a little bit more because he may be communicating with his body, with his like, like he doesn't, might not use a lot of verbal communication and you may be, and this is just generalizing, maybe it's opposite, but you might be all about the words and all about the talking and not leaving much to the imagination because you're like laying it all out there and talking and talking and talking and talking. So flirtation is that like middle ground between the two places of like it's body language because you are using your body to communicate, using your body to playfully suggest, and you're using your language. You know, it's not just body language. It's like, there is language involved, but it's not about the words, right? There's innuendo, there's suggestion, there's hinting at. So we want flirtation is that like playful mix, the like fiery, like wispy, sparky mix of um, body language and verbal language. Okay. All right. So step number three, 
<laughs> these aren't really linear steps. You might need to have a conversation. Step one, you might need to like, you know, as in set some rules and like, be like, Hey, we're flirting here. Remember when we flirted? Let's go back to that where it's not a, you know, wham, bam. Thank you, man. We're like adding foreplay here. Step two, it's the art of maybe how do I think in a way that helps me feel more playful and more connected and more like silly and zhuzhi. And step number three is just, this is a game. Let yourself believe this is a game. We are slowing it all down. And if sex is play and flirtation is foreplay. Okay. It's like the play before the play. <laughs> We're going meta here. And Esther Perel has a great quote. She says, uh, foreplay begins at the end of the last orgasm. So it's all foreplay. It's all flirtation. It's all this inner knowing and an inner not knowing. It's that dichotomy of like, I know, I know what you're thinking. And I don't know what you're thinking. What is like, you don't know what I'm thinking. Maybe, maybe you'll get lucky. Maybe I'll get lucky, but it's coming from the, the, the actual thought is like, I know what I'm doing and it's going to be a good time. <sighs> okay. Those are three simple steps of how you can layer on more flirtation in your marriage. Decide to be a flirt. Decide that you are so charming and so irresistible that you can't wait to just pepper in this playful, like sneaking in the tongue on, you know, your morning kiss before work or sexting a cute cheeky picture in between Zoom calls, <laughs> in between work calls, or playing footsie, or giving them the wink, and a little like butt squeeze, and a little flirtation, holding the gaze one or two seconds longer. And this may need finesse, and that's okay. When you think of it all as a game, and there's not really much to lose, it's all perfect. It's all gravy. Now, if all of this, this is the caveat. This is like episode, what, 39? If this feels like, oh, it's so hard. Oh my God. I don't even know if I want to have sex. Go on back to episode number one of the pleasure seeker. Do your pleasure matrix. Get yourself pleasured. Get yourself in tune with what you want because flirtation doesn't come from obligation or resistance or the rules. It's all play. So create play for yourself, like feel filled up for yourself. Do not let sex be an obligation that you're avoiding. And so any thought of flirtation is daunting because that means it's going to like come with all that sex. <laughs> Although if you made it this far on my podcast, hopefully sex is not such a terrible thing. Right. Um, all right, my friends, keep flirting, flirt with yourself, flirt with life. Let it be a playful game where there's this effervescence, bubbly, um, sparkly goodness to maybe possibility. Maybe, maybe I'll get lucky. Maybe I'll have a good time. And if you can get in that state of mind, of course, communicating with your partner is just fun. And then sex gets even more fun. All right, my friends, I got to go pack for a beautiful vacation and 
see my family. So fun. They've been camping for two days and I'm ready to play with them and then say goodbye and go off to uh, Santa Barbara alone with my husband. All right. All right. I'll talk to y'all soon. My friends enjoy flirting. Au revoir. I'd love to hear from you and know what pleasure topics you want to hear more about. Also, you're invited to join my free Facebook group and erotic book club, The Electric Ladies Lounge. And if you're curious about one-on-one coaching, book a consultation and see how pleasure coaching works and can transform your life.